Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power saved during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever I'm looking at you, I'm better. Good morning on this Wednesday, 30th of November. Hello Adelaide, hello South Australia, wherever you're listening right around the country. Miles Fitzner with you as I'm joined by former Crove, former Blue... SEN star Bryce Gibbs. Good morning, Gibbsy. Good morning, Milo. Now, the 30th of November, <laughs> that rings a bell. Yeah. I feel like that's a, uh, a very special day on the calendar. Can, can you, uh, why? Do you know why? It's because the test match starts today in Perth. Oh, is that what it is? It starts in is Perth. Is that what it is? It I starts thought, in thought, Perth today. I thought it was something uh, along the lines. Absolutely not. It's your birthday. It is today. Thank you. Happy birthday, Miles. My friend. It's. I find them. I think the older you get, the less important they become. Oh yeah, they come and go pretty quick these days. And I, I'd, two years ago, no word of a lie, my partner would tell everyone that I was thirty. What she tell? I think the three years ago she told everyone I was thirty three, <laughs> and I was convinced. I just told, and then I thought I was turning thirty four, and I was only turning thirty three. But I'm thirty five today, and, then, and I genuinely feel old. The, the 29 to 35 goes like that. Goes quick, doesn't it? What are you? You're 33, aren't I'm you? I'm 33. I'll be, uh, I'll be 34 uh, in March, so not too far behind you. It's, and I've noticed that the last three years, that's where the knees and the shoulders and the neck and the back start to kick in. Takes, it's a bit hard to get out of bed in the morning and a lot harder. all of those easy things. Sit down on the toilet. Or do a pre-season. <laughs> oh, don't, yeah. don't get me started on that. Which you're, which you're into at the moment. But I... Um, there haven't been – birthdays for me haven't been – I was always one that sort of tried to half sort of disappear a bit on your birthday. Yeah, I've been a little bit similar in recent years, actually. It's just sort of not put it out there and just sort of get through my day as normal. And yeah. it's funny. Um, it's interesting to see, actually, who remembers and who picks up. And it, I mean, with social media these days, it, uh, it does keep everyone a little bit more uh, updated with, with birthdays and, and you get notifications, obviously, morning of – when uh, when when people's birthdays are, but uh, if you don't have it on social media, it's sort of the day can just go by pretty quick. Well, that's I think when you're a bit younger, it's more about you know, thanks everyone, and you know, it's all a bit of yeah, you're a little bit more insular. I think when you're younger, because you're more less sort of mature. But when you get a bit older, you're sort of like, oh, I can just get away with sliding through, and it's it's. But I've, I've in my time, geez, I've had some doozies, and I've always worked most of the time. I've worked on my birthday. Yeah. Like never seen. Oh, I'm going to throw a big party. I think I had my 21st when I was 23. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I should have had one, and I booked out the Saracens when I was, and had a show on there. Don't remember much of it, to be perfectly <laughs> yeah. honest. Those uh, those bigger milestone ones, uh, absolutely. Is 35 a milestone? Is that? I don't know. I've, I don't, 40 years. I feel like from 30, you're going in decades, aren't you? You're going. Well, I thought from 30, you're 
you, every five years is a, is a gift. That's <laughs> you got to celebrate. 35, the 40, 45, 50, yeah. the small wins. Yeah, I thought, fair enough. I would have thought you've got 21 and 30. 20, see, nothing's a milestone in your 20s other than 21. No, no. 18, 21, 30 are your first three, aren't Big they? ones. Yeah, because 16 you can't do a lot depending no. on what your parents are like. <laughs> but, yeah, 18, 21, 30, I think you go in fives. You just got to have something... To look forward to, yeah, yeah. give you a five year, five uh, years period. It, it's funny, yeah. You always, you get, I think the older you get too, people ring you and go, "Oh well, what, what do you want?" You sort of like, I don't really I need, don't, it. don't want anything. I don't really need yeah. anything. Yeah. And then, well, I'm not going to get you something you don't want. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever got anything that you have just gone, gee whiz? Oh, I'm sure there's there's plenty of things over the years, but the things that uh, now that I've got kids, Milo, th- this is the uh, finger paintings. Oh, that's that's what I'm talking about. It's the, the drawings and the finger paintings and the the things they make at school for you, which is lovely. Don't get me wrong, like love love their effort, love the uh, it's all comes from a good place. Popstick like, house. What do you what then? What do you do with it? Is it like do you sit it up? How long do you leave it up on the the windowsill for? From to see how long does it stay on the fridge for? And uh, after a while, it's a pretty big collection, you know, with uh, birthdays, Christmas, Father's Days, all these things. You, that adds up pretty quick. Well, you'd have a room for that, And then what you? do you, like, you throw it in the bin? How long do you leave it? Like, if it, they see it in the bin, how do you have that conversation? Would your mum keep stuff that, as, would your mum still, my mum's still got a couple of things each from us of, that we made when we were kids at school. My mum's a dead set hoarder. She, Is she, she? She has... Cupboards and cupboards. Gotta be careful of, saying that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm throwing it right out there. She has got so many things that we've we've made from school that we projects we did at school that would that were doozies and like even toys. Uh, so much absolute rubbish and junk. She's still. I don't know where she keeps it all in the house. But but, but it's, it's like some of it's actually quite cool because she's bringing it out and the kids are actually playing with some of the toys that we played with. As kids, but I'm talking like, yeah, still like paper mache things we made in like primary school. Oh, mum's, I, I think mum's got a box I made, I think late in primary school. She's still got, which you will love, my sister's a diehard Carlton supporter. And still at home, if you go into the farm, there's a, a little wooden Carlton football club truck that she's painted yep. and gave that to my parents. My mum went for the Crows and my dad went for Essendon. Um, but still has... But then you get you get some stinkers. Like I remember three or four years in a row, we we're talking about fragrances before from Chemist Warehouse. I think my mum would run out of a of a like and something late, and she'd go in and get the same like bottle of cologne from the chemist in Narracourt. And I got that three years in a row, and I was like, <laughs> this, this and it's rank. Like it was, it was something really bad, but yeah. it was the one that was available. Not big cologne selection in Narracourt. No, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> so. But then I've copped some absolute. Like you never want to say anything. You never go. Oh, like he's like thanks so much because you're appreciative. Yeah. But bad presence is one for me that is seems to set people off. Which I, I want to sort of go with that theme today is in bad gifts. Bad gifts is my dad used to have a a. A business that sold RM Limbs clothing, right? And when he went to sell the Straight business, to the high end, where when the he RMs. when he well nice. in the country, yeah. And when he went to sell the business, he 
I was working, you know, in the country as a stock agent. I went in and I was like, I'll get a couple of pairs of boots that I'll store for, you know, a few years. Not my feet aren't going to change size. I'll get a few pairs of pants and all this. So I went in and bought them all and he's charged me like retail, not wholesale. <laughs> Like so, not it's the business is going. He's, he's whacked an extra ten percent. Yeah, he's got he's got me. You know, um, least favorite child tax. Yeah, yeah. But then, two or three years after that, every year they'd have nothing to give me. So he'd go to the stash that I've paid for myself <laughs> in the house, and he'd walk out and happy birthday. I'm like, what? Bloody bought those. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I, that, I bought them myself. Well, oh, that, well, there's another another question for the text line on 0427-154-166. Bad gifts. Bad gifts. And and have you re-gifted gifts? Yes. Re-gifted shit gifts that you've, yeah. that you've received. Or been caught re-gifting the gift. Because <laughs> yeah. there's always someone that's got something and then they've gone, oh, I'm never going to use that. They've gone to re-gift it, but they don't realise they've given it back or given it to the friend yeah, of. I like it. And they go, geez, where'd that blender come from? Uh, it's actually the same one that... I gave it to you six months ago. I gave it to you six months ago. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a doozy. Hey, we've got a good show coming up too. Max McElhaney's going to join us again from the Crows. Tom Scully, uh, not former number one Tom Scully, but now Port Adelaide player Tom Scully going to join us. I had to... Uh, I won't, I'm not going to lie, I had to... Relook at that when that his name was read out. Yeah, like, surely not. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a story on that shortly too about the wrong names in the draft. Okay, um, Michelangelo Rucci. Now this is he's on his third strike. <laughs> he, he's been reported. I he's on his third strike. If he doesn't answer the phone, Jace, today, this is a one call. You know, one opportunity. This is Eminem's song. Like, <laughs> this is one moment. Well, it's very unlike the Roach and. It sort of. He'll have every excuse the ex- under the, the sun. The excuse was the old uh, the dog ate the homework sort of oh. setup. It was the, the my phone went out of battery or the we had a power outage or something. That's that's why uh, I wasn't available. But uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing what uh, what he's going to come up with. Why he's uh, screened us for the last two days. Yeah, but it uh, he's get one he gets one crack at this. Um, Tommy Wren's going to join us from Channel Nine. He's a great chat, great guy. At the Phantom to review our BBL team. Tom Kelly from the Redbacks. Ryan Harris to talk a bit of test cricket. Jam-packed full show. Um, and we do it all today thanks to Tire Power. Their buying power puts the power in your lane. We want to hear from you, though. 0427154166. We've got a Signet Power Bank to give away again. Um, we want people to chime in. But I, I, I'm, I'm rolling with the, the bad gift or the re-gift. We're going to follow that till 830 because you get some doozies out of those. Doozies. Yep. The wrong name one, there was a, a fellow that played some state footy here, uh, some sample, and I think he played state footy for Norwood called Matt Suckling. Was favourite for the McGarry one year. He was an accumulator. He, 30s and 40s. But he, um, he had a draft party. Now, they read out the other Matt Suckling at the draft. Hawthorne Matt Suckling. Hawthorne Matt Suckling. And then thought he'd gone, then didn't actually end up getting drafted. Played a lot of VFL for Collingwood. But Uh, he was one that probably got caught, one, having the draft party and didn't go. And then two, they had to ring and explain that it was the different, that they'd made a mistake in regards to the the name. So, yeah, Tom Scully, Tom Scully. There's not many players in the AFL that have had exactly the same name. Well, no. That's why I had to double look. I mean, I didn't. Someone just taken him mature age. I didn't actually think it was him, but subconsciously, you'd be Harvey. It, it grabs your <laughs> attention. Um, so, yeah, well, that's that's um, 
ecstasy to agony, really, for uh, old Matt Suckling, isn't it? Couldn't be uh, any higher. And then getting the phone call through that it's, uh, the, geez, it's actually The boys a, used to give him a bit Matt of curry Suckling. about it too. Fair bit of heat. Poor bloke. But he, How did he bounce back from that? He went to the Pies VFL, worked his way up, nearly went again. And then he came over here to Norwood as a prize pick. Then nearly won a McGarry and there was interest again. But never, yeah, obviously never played a game. But then contrasting careers, there was a guy called Callum Bartlett who went to uh, Norwood and played at the same time. And he spent, I think, eight years on the Brisbane list and still holds a record for being emergency for a game the most number of times. I think he was emergency for Brisbane like 16 or 17 times and never played a game. Yeah, right. In eight years. That's tough. It's, well, it is That's tough. knowing you're so close and not quite getting that opportunity. Yeah, well, Roochard gets one opportunity today. <laughs> <laughs> Only one. Uh, looking forward to chatting to Tom Kelly. Obviously, the Test match starts today, and you can catch that all on SEN Test Cricket. Who better to lead the charge than Jared Waitley? How good's he? Oh, no, you've already done cricket commentators he's here, He's the guru, he ma- and he made my top five. Did he? Of all time. Who were your top five? Or, oh, can you remember? Uh, Richie Benno. Two for two, two, two. Yes, I had... Um, Is it just a Channel 9 commentary team? Bill Laurie, Tony Gregg? Nah, Tony Gregg was in there. I had... Uh, no, Bill Laurie. Nah, I couldn't... Well, I, couldn't I couldn't fit them all in. Um, I had Waitley. So what's that, three? I had... Well, who was the ABC? Kerry O'Keefe. Yes. As one of them. And I had one more. Who was the guy, who was the guy from the ABC that was... A, was it not... Drew, it might have been Ian Chappell. Not Drew Morph at the other one. Who was that, Jase? I think he passed away. He was a gun. He did the ABC for a million years. He was a star. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We've got to jump to our first break. We're doing bad gifts today. Re-gifts, bad gifts. I haven't got anything yet, but I'm, in line. I'm going to run through my top five worst I've ever got. Number five was getting re-gifted something I'd already bought from my old man. Hopefully he's not listening in this morning because he'll hate me saying that, but my sister, she's coming in next at number four. She's a, she got a, um, she went and bought a TV and then they gave her an iPad dock, you know, an iPhone dock. But remember those iPhones where they had the big long plugs down the bottom? Yeah. So I had an iPhone with the small plug and she gave me the iPhone dock <laughs> with the long thing because it came free with the TV. <laughs> Didn't think I'd cotton on that it was a free oh, gift. Brilliant. So bad gifts. So 427 154 166 1300 736 736. The worst gift you've ever got, the worst gift you've ever given. Uh, and well, didn't Port Adelaide and the Crows, they've got some gifts last night and you, one of your calls, amazing. We're going to get to that later on in the show. Um, our kid, Billy the Kid, he got taken. We'll get to that later in the show as well. Plenty more to come. Summer SA Breakfast, live from Studio Lumo SA. Back in a moment. For immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power, saved during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back. Wednesday morning. Forecast 24 today, currently 10 degrees here in Adelaide. On your way to work, just getting up this morning. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you. We're talking bad gifts today, terrible gifts, re-gifts, shocking presents. Actually, you could even extend it as far as really um, terrible crap that your kids have made you. <laughs> Bryce has thrown his kids under. Apparently, he's got a heap of junk at home. What do I, I just want to know what to do with it all. Do I... 
How Take long, a photo how, and then pin it and how then keep long the do you photo. Keep it for how long? How do you dispose of it without getting caught? Being seen in the bin a day after you've go, been given it, it to goes your out, kids. It goes out midnight, doesn't it? Like the fridge is full. My my desk. I've got stuff all over my desk at work. Pictures and paintings and whatever else. I can't. I've got no more room. No room. <laughs> Have you got the the desk at work like set up with everything right around there? Uh, nah, I share a, share an office with uh, the talent manager at uh, the South Adelaide Football Factory, oh, so Mark is, Clayton. Is that where you got your little mail on your on your man? Oh, well, I'll, I'd speak to recruiters all the time during, still, during the year. Still hopeful? Got the kit bag ready to go? Well, <laughs> I was hoping to be the only person to be uh, taken number one pick three times. Three, three times. <laughs> number one in the national, you number one in the rookie. Rook, rookie, and then and you can go number one again. Maybe. I was, I was hoping for a, a, a lifeline, but... Uh, there's rookie drive still tonight. Well, so hey, the, still hope. The one that was um, the one that was uh, the interesting one. What about the the kid that went up to Wangaratta? We'll talk about that later. Went up to Wang. It's taken at twenty uh, twenty three years of age. Won three best and fairest at Wang under Ben Reed and Michael Newton. Josh, Jesus, got me off the hop here. We'll get that in a moment anyway. Um, also, do you know who this outback wrangler? Do you know Matt Wright? Have you ever seen any of the Outback Wrangler stuff? No, I don't think I have. You haven't haven't seen no. any? Oh, mate. Well, he's like the Monday Croc Hunter, right? He, um, Josh Rich, uh, Joe Richards was the man that's got drafted to Collingwood. Um, he's in big trouble. He's had a pilot, he had a pilot of his die catching croc eggs or doing a croc nest. And they've, they've charged him. He's rolled up in Darwin. It's a big media circus on TV this morning facing charges of, of evidence tampering, um, um, uh, changing witness statements and whatnot, Jeez. because he was uh, obviously the operator of the helicopters and he worked for him. But unreal that he's like a Steve Irwin, mate. He's beloved. And then all of a sudden you're in the cop shop in Darwin with TV cameras in your face. They do Discovery Channel, Nat Geographic. He's got his own series on, I think, Channel 9, out called Outback Wrangler, and he's in a bit of strife. Yeah, right. So what happens from here? He's just uh, he's going to have to wait and see how it, how it unfolds. It's amazing that going. it's amazing that um, the, what happens with the pylon, isn't it? When someone goes amiss or something happens, there's like a big pylon. But then Australians love the redemption story too, don't they? But and it, and more so uh, for for personalities that you don't expect as well. Yeah, like, like one's out of the blue. Out, it's obviously come out of the blue and, and a bit of a shock, but yeah, there's uh not everyone's perfect, Milo. No, they're not. Like, hey, if, this is what I've always thought about, especially going into this world, is every single person's got their own if you went through and laid out every single thing of every person's life, I guarantee you there's something that could be a headline in somebody else's life. Oh. It could 100%. be everything from from Something you did in your past, something your family have done, something you've said, you know, something that you're into, maybe you're after dark, a little <laughs> bit of a, you know, I've probably got a few of those. Yes, the old gimp mask. <laughs> ball and change. <laughs> it's getting led around with a leather mask on in the morning. Like everyone's got something that's yeah. that's a bit odd. Everyone does. Oh, there's, there's no doubt. So, but, but all those people that have still got something in the closet, they're always quick to grab a stone and go, <laughs> cop this, aren't they? Old glass houses. Oh, yeah. Uh, 0427 154 166. 0427 154 166. 
or give us a call, 1-300-736-736. Bad gifts, re-gifts, terrible children's um, <laughs> makings at school. And now, your kinks. What are you like? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you like? What are you like? For all the what, sickos out there. For all the, all the sickos out there just getting home at 25 past six. What do you, what do you love? What do you do? Well, you can ring up anonymously. <laughs> just, what would be your headline? Ring up, ring up anonymously and say, geez, if everyone found out about this... And just make up your name from your suburb. You know they do on the ABC. Well, you can dob your best mate in or your yeah. brother or your whoever. We're, we're, we're no judging here. You know how they do on the ABC where they go like, oh, it's, you know, um, it's like uh, Maxie from, from Malvern here. <laughs> and like their, their name always starts yeah, yeah. with the same letter of the suburb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's jump to a break. We'll be back on the other side of this. We do it all thanks to... Uh, Morn team, of course. Shout out to DT, all the team, Cheltenham, Mount Barker, Kia, Ford, Hyundai, you name it, they have it. Uh, I get my cars there. All my friends get my cars there. Just go and get your car there. And we're live from SNSA Studio Lumo, One King William, powered by Lumo Energy. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power, save during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back. 21 degrees. This forecast today, Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs. Discover a better way to build weeks. Homes discover different. Ah, look at this. We start talking. We were talking bad gifts. We started talking about things your kids have made. And then we got into skeletons in the closet. Who better to ring up than AJ himself? He's called in this morning. Good morning to you, buddy. Morning, mate. How, How are you? Today? I'm going well. What? As you know, we've had a love-hate relationship, Miles. But <laughs> I think you turned me around when you when you mentioned that you love putting on the old kid mask. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask you, AJ. What's <laughs> your What's your kink, brother? <laughs> uh, my kink is the Port Adelaide Footy Club. I love that. <laughs> I love that. How did you find the draft then? I quite enjoyed it, but my favourite bit about what happened last night was our mate sitting next to you in Pricey is let Port Adelaide know all about young Kyle. Didn't didn't bother telling the pros about him, but um, <laughs> called old Cripsy and let Port Adelaide know he's the man. Uh, thanks for that, Brian. Nah, you're, really spot, it. you're spot on there, AJ, and I think you've got a good one. He's obviously um, a bit of a project player. Is Kyle Marshall? It's uh, standing at one ninety-eight centimeters. He's, there's not much of him. He's a, he's a tall, uh, lanky bloke, but um, certainly, well, and actually hasn't played a lot of a time in defence. So what he's done in the last twelve months as a defender, got good toe, uh, dashing intercept marker, and uh, I reckon a couple of years in the gym in an AFL system, uh, Porter got a real good one here. Beautiful. No, that's just what we need down back. Um, help um, Tommy Cleary out and the boys. So, no, that would be good. You happy, you happy with the other selections, AJ? Tom McCullum and uh, Tom Scully as well? Oh, I was certainly surprised when Tom Scully come up because I'm thinking, uh, shouldn't he be retired by now? But you're right, <laughs> out of West Adelaide, nah, he'd be a good young lad. So, yeah, no, nah, definitely. Good to see the young lads getting a go. Yeah, Tom McCullum, good defender, two out of Tasmania. AJ, I tell you what, you're the front runner. I told you you'll end up with a Signet Power Bank. I reckon you're the front runner this morning, mate. I do. There'd be redemption in there somewhere, mate. It certainly is. And just stay with us over the next couple of weeks, AJ. Love hearing from you, my friend, and enjoy the rest of the day. Good on you, 
Beautiful, buddy. You guys take it easy. AJ, oh, I'm glad he called in. What a ripper. What a ripper. Hey, we're desperately late for the news. I'm going to get in trouble here. So quickly punch that out, and then we're going to get... We've got two more callers on the other side. Annie and Reno will get to you very, very shortly on the other side of this. We uh, do it today. All thanks to Weeks Homes, of course. Discover a better way to build. Discover different. Montan Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power. Save during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Well, welcome back. 6.39 on your Wednesday morning. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse, a real house of fragrances this Christmas. Let's go straight to Annie. He's been holding patiently on the line. We apologise, Annie, but good morning to you. Good morning, boys. Oh, look, I just want to say um, absolute scenes at the um, the draft the last couple of nights. I watched every every second of it, although Port weren't um, active, obviously, in the beginning, um, but super happy with the lads that we've picked up. So welcome to those boys, to the best club in the universe. <laughs> um, but the highlight, the highlight for me was, um, even though I'm not a, a huge fan of Essendon, but the highlight for me was seeing the um, Davy twins um, being interviewed together. It was just, oh, it was a precious moment in time, I thought. So um, well done to those boys getting to the, um, to the Essendon Football Club um, after their old man. You're spot on, Annie. What a what a great story, and uh, not too many. You don't see too many twins end up at the same uh, the same club. But geez, I don't know how they're going to tell them apart. They look they they're identical <laughs> twins. So good luck trying to fix yeah. them. They're going to be uh, they're going to create uh, a nightmare for uh, for opposition defences. Uh, that's for sure. Oh, it was just wonderful. Uh, Annie, always love hearing from you in the morning. Please keep calling us because we love you. Oh, thank you. I love you guys too. Uh, Annie calling in as always. Uh, always love chatting to Annie. Was always positive with Annie. And we love seeing the, the father-sons, don't we? We saw uh, Boomer Harvey's lad as well get picked up. So yep. there's been a couple over, over this draft, which is great to see. Certainly is. Let's go to the sports report with Jace. Jace, what have you got for us? We'll start uh, with a bit of cricket. That's Juno, Jace, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, now, Wait. Phil Jakes. <laughs> uh, good morning, by the way. Good morning, mate. Uh, Phil Jakes punted as head coach of New South Wales. How about that? We've lost our first coach of the summer. Unbelievable. Uh, Nick Kyrgios, he has bragged about his six-figure payday, so now we know why he didn't play Davis Cup. Uh, this is the true story here. He has uh, apparently been uh, taking some money from the Saudis. So uh, no more jumping on that um, bandwagon about uh, what's going on there. So he's skipping, yeah. the, he's skipping the Davis Cup. To take the money from the Saudis. Yep. Yeah, that's the deal. Uh, now, what about this story? Boxing. We know it's a grubby sport at the best of times. We just had uh, Jeff Fennick be um, awarded a win that he didn't actually get because, um, you know, that, that happened a little while ago. But this particular fight, not many people would know about this, but there was an Aussie who beat Manny Pacquiao uh, in a fight, 1990. This poor lad, uh, have you ever heard of the name, uh, where is it, Hussain, Skinny Hussain. It's the first time I'd ever heard of it. No. Well, the referee in that fight has come out and said, yes, I cheated. I've never heard that before wow. from a boxing referee. Said, yes, I was a, it was a prolonged count. He knocked him out, knocked him down, Pacquiao, and he counted the 10 seconds in 18 to let Pacquiao get up. 
and then admitted to letting him get away with a headbutt, which cut him open and end, ended the fight. So this poor lad um, never never went on with it after that. And um, that's where we're at in the boxing world at the moment. We already knew it was grubby, but that's as bad as I've ever heard, boys. Certainly is. Now, last one. I want to finish with a really cool story out of India. Seven sixes in an over. Seven, Seven sixes in an over. Now, you would think that that would be the world record run scored in an over, 43. You'd be wrong. That belongs to uh, an over in New Zealand, which went for 77. But I'll have a crack at this. Maharashtra, uh, that was the team name, um, seven delivery over, uh, went for 43 in the end. It wasn't 42 as first reported because he hit one for the uh, um, the no ball as well. It was a T20 match in India. It's a list A competition, so it's like their version of the Marsh Cup, uh, basically. And this bloke hit seven sixes and in the one over. How about that? Uh, unbelievable. Especially being at list A, if it was anything. Jace, yeah. appreciate that this morning. Um, list A, I want to get to the boxing on the other side of this. I'm going to jump to a break very, very quickly. But that cheating stuff in boxing, that's, that's next How level. How about that? Next level. We're going to jump to a break on the other side of this. We're going to get our World Cup update, our footy shorts. And you can only have one with Bryce Gibbs coming up. Plenty more to come. And all thanks to Weeks Homes Discover. We're delivering high standard of design and build quality. Weeks Homes Discover different. Montan Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power saved during the big holiday sale on now. Summer breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Good morning, Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs, SNSA Summer Breakfast, live from SNSA Studio Lumo at One King William, powered by Lumo Energy SA. It's time for our World Cup update. And to secure your crypto partner, get in the game at Kraken.com. Who better to chat World Cup than, well, you're just a nuffy of the round ball, aren't you? Oh, well, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> and it's uh, starting to... And I love it. It's starting to really heat up too, Milo, with uh, the last round of the group stages. This is where we see who will go through to the round of 16. So it's all happening. Uh, so let's start with results from yesterday. The Netherlands and Senegal have gone through uh, in Group A. So uh, pretty... Pretty even uh, group, that one. But uh, it's all all happening and unfolding as we speak now. So in Group B, uh, England uh, are playing Wales, and they've just whacked in two goals in 60 seconds. And it's the two changes that Gareth Southgate has made to this game in Marcus Rashford and Phil Foden uh, have scored back-to-back goals, uh, and that will send England into the round of 16. The United States are currently playing... Uh, Iran, and they've gone 1-0 up. So they will qualify as well if uh, that result stays the same. In overnight, uh, sorry, tomorrow morning, we have Group C and Group D. A bit happening here. So Poland, uh, to qualify, they have to win or draw against uh, what will be a a pretty uh, fired-up Argentina, Lionel Messi's last World Cup. To qualify, they need just to simply win against Poland. So that's going to be an absolute cracking matches. Huge uh, results on the line for both of those countries. Uh, Saudi Arabia in this group as well, we know, knocked off Argentina in the first game. They will qualify with a win over Mexico. Uh, And Mexico can qualify, but they, they need to do it the hard way and win by about four or more goals. So they're going to be up against it, uh, the Mexicans. But uh, the the big game everyone will be focusing on is Poland and Argentina. Group D, uh, our Aussies, 
Will you be getting up for it, Miles? One thirty kickoff. I, I just don't. I, I'm trying to work out whether we get up and come in here and watch it, and then try and I don't know. Go somewhere and have breakfast. Go to the pancake kitchen, have some pancakes for three hours and then come back here. Well, we hope everyone uh, across the nation gets up and and watches this because we are certainly a a live chance to make it through to the round of 16 for the first time since 2006. So France have already qualified in our group. We know that. So for us Aussies, for us to qualify, we we can just simply win and then it's put to bed. Then we don't have to worry about any other results. Yep. or if we draw, we need France to beat Tunisia, which we think they will. So a, a win or a draw will likely see us go through, which will be absolutely fantastic. Uh, the Danish, though, they're, they're going to be a tough opponent. Uh, obviously, they need to win to qualify and France to either draw or win against Tunisia. And Tunisia are going to find it pretty hard to qualify. They need to win and Australia, Denmark to draw. So um, huge for us Aussies. We, we are genuinely a live chance to go through here. Live chance. Hopefully it all goes well. Uh, let's go to our footy shorts now. A bit of a draft recap here, which we're going to discuss more after 7 o'clock, of course. Uh, Mateus Philippou went at 10 to St Kilda. Max McElhaney at 17 to the Crows. Harry Barnett, 23 to the West Coast Eagles. Jacob Ryan uh, at 28 to Collingwood, which one of the boys in here mentioned Jacob Ryan, didn't they? I think it was, did Max mention Jacob Ryan? I think he might have. That's a or great. Adam. That's a great pick for for Collingwood, yeah. And he's going to be a cult cult hero, I reckon. The, the long blonde mullet flapping out the back. How good have Collingwood gone with getting Adelaide recruits at the, with Noble, and then they ended up with um, the boy from West Adelaide uh, in the mid season who ended up playing kicking goals. What's his name? Worked in the Bottle Josh Carmichael. That's the one on your Jace. Uh, Billy Dowling, Billy the Kid, our man. Your boy called earlier in the year. To the Adelaide Crows at 43, Isaac Keelor to St Kilda at 44, Harry Lemmy to Carlton at 47. They had a good run there in North Adelaide, didn't they? 43 and 44. Um, Phoenix Foster from Norwood went to Geelong at 52. He's a long-term prospect. Tom Scully to Port at 53 and Kyle Marshall to Port at 59. They would have got the boys they wanted. A couple of quick stories out of the draft as well. Country football star Joe Richards. um, Another capital management boy. um, To shout out to Johnny and the team. They had six go last night. Um, drafted by Collingwood. Um, meteoric rise from the Ovens and Murray won three best and fairest there um, and had to do it the hard way. Missed out on the draft, went back and won three BNFs at Wang um, under Ben Reid. Um, and also the Davy Twins going to Essendon and North Melbourne quickly. They've appointed Melbourne Cricket Club Chief Executive Jennifer Watt as their new CEO, replacing Ben Amafio. All reports I got through last night about Jennifer Watt is that uh, it's an outstanding appointment for them. Um, and super qualified. She's just the second, second female, and she's just the second female CEO of an AFL club following Tracy Gordry's short-lived appointment at Hawthorne in 2017, and she replaces replaces a mafia who departs after a turbulent three-year stint. After um, he was secured his job when they sacked the yeah. coach of mafia, and then he's gone anyway. Yeah, that's a, a great get for the North Melbourne Football Club in Jennifer Watt. She's a, a pretty impressive operator by all reports, and they're they're just going along nicely now, aren't they, North? They're just Appointing the right people in the right spots uh, for this for this huge turnaround in in this this club and, and their culture and what they want to set going forward. They're, they're, the talk about them. Oh, actually, I'll do this first. That's all thanks to start your crypto journey with Kraken to get in the game. Visit Kraken.com. North Melbourne. That all they talk about Tasmania and stuff. They're actually in an unbelievably good financial position. They they've got a twenty odd million dollar development of their facility, which is I think a third of the way done. 
there was no chance of people saying, I'll shift north there. It only takes the right people in two or three years. But their midfield, Davies Uniac will be as good as there is in the competition. He is a genuine out-and-out star midfielder, and that's what every team needs. Oh, you're not wrong. And obviously, we all know that the appointment of Alistair Clarkson and uh, last year, they still obviously had their ups and downs. And, and to lose Jason Horn Francis, the best kid in the country, 12 months ago, um, it was looking pretty dire. But the, they've made the right appointments. And off the back of the Jason stuff, they've gone and got two unbelievable, talented kids in the draft only 24 hours ago. And it, it's almost going to work out better for them, I reckon, in, in the long run. So, um what they're doing is, is they're putting the foundations in place and uh, Alistair Clarkson's on a mission and he wants to turn this club back into a destination club and he's pretty bullish that they can bounce a lot quicker than people think. Yeah, I certainly can. I reckon they'll be uh, they'll be right back in it. A couple off the text. Very good World Cup summation with passion. Thanks, Bryce, off the text. Annie chimed in. Jace, my man, you nailed it. And yes, a pleasant surprise. Good on you, Annie. And uh, the Gold Coast Coast, you lads, uh, Gold Coast Crow. You lads could easily slot into the morning show next year. Loving the show, boys. I love the Gold Coast Crow. He always chimes in the Kimbo and the Rooch as well. Speaking of which, we've got plenty more to come. We've got Michelangelo Rucci, Max McElhaney, Tom Scully, Tom Wren, The Phantom, Tom Kelly, Ryan Harris. Big hour and a half. We're going Jace's digits out there. Just do, 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 dialing. He's under the, he's under the pump. <laughs> he's, the big man stresses this morning. This morning. He's, he's, right, he's I reckon it's silly beer o'clock. We'll, uh, we'll deep dive into the draft too, go through the Crows and Port and, and the wash-up of the, the talent that they've got into their club and, and talk about some other points as well. So the, the rookie draft still to come tonight, Milo. So uh, obviously some of our SA talent did get picked up and we're very happy for them. But there's also that a couple have missed out as well, but there still is a chance for them to get picked up in the rookie draft tonight. Well, Adam Deloy is probably the, you know, a notable one at this stage and was probably highly touted early. Um, just before we get to the 7 o'clock news, 10, 10 drafted, which is a big – that's a big haul, a South Australian haul. 10 to go if for for a draft that, you know, they've passed from 60, right, essentially. So there's they, they haven't gone deep like they, you know, into the 70s and 80s like they normally would, the teams. And to still get 10 goes, huge. Well, outside the top sort of 10, it was – we didn't know what was going to happen. And I think that was – uh, a general consensus across the industry in this year's draft. So you're right, Milo. With with only the the sixty odd picks that have gone um, to get ten in that, that's a great result for uh, for the SA boys and and SA programs that have helped them develop over the last twelve months. What we've also seen is um, a bit of a push to try to pick kids to stay in their areas. We saw a couple of guys that have gone west and a couple that have come east, but. You see the Crows are, are pretty keen to, to look after some local talent. I mean, Tom Scully from West Adelaide, Kyle Marshall to Port. They've gone a Tasmanian and two and two Adelaide boys. So they're not, you know, they haven't really gone and plucked too many out of uh, out of Melbourne. Hugh Bond to the Crows is a GWS rebel. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, a GWV rebel. So he's a North Ballarat country boy. The other two are Norwood and North Adelaide. So the they're looking to shop local to keep, sort of talent here? Well, with the, the hands that they had in, in terms of both teams going hard at Isaac Rankin and, and Jason Horn francis they didn't have uh, a lot of early picks anyway. So, I mean, yeah, to, to keep the talent local and, and to work on 
and develop those guys was was obviously a priority for both clubs. And we saw the Crows um, move up the draft to, to get some of that local talent as well. So we'll certainly talk about that uh, very soon. Yeah, they, they did very well to, uh, to trade picks live. They've traded a lot of future stuff. So next year, light on for the Crows. Coming up after the 7 o'clock news, we've got a new one called You Can Only Have One with Bryce Gibbs, which means you can't sit on the fence here. Um, we're, I'm just going to throw stuff at you and you have to pick one. Um, okay. And there's no... Well, all right. So uh, also, Max, like I said, Michelangelo Rucci, Tom Scully, Tommy Wren. He's a great chat, Tommy Wren. Tom Kelly, Ryan Harris. Don't forget, you can send us a text, 0427 154 166, or give us a call, 1300 736 736. We can talk draft, World Cup, test cricket starting today, which we're going to push a little bit later too. And then also, bad gifts. Bad gifts. Stuff that you've got that stinks. Let us know. It is news time. Seven o'clock on the dot. Who would have thought I got one right? We'll be back in a moment. Tire power. Save during the big holiday sale on now. Summer breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. I'm looking at Good morning, 7.02 on Wednesday, November 30. Wherever you're listening, if you're just joining us for the first time, this is SNSA's Summer Breakfast. All thanks to Weeks Homes, Mourn Team, you name it, live from SNSA's Studio Lumo. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you as we welcome you to your midweek, well, your happy hump day, really. Forecast, 24 degrees today and sunny, currently 13 degrees here in Adelaide. Uh, Gibbsy, good morning to you as we see England also giving Wales now a touch-up. And it's that man again, Marcus Rashford, uh, the Manchester United superstar, has put his second one through and uh, they're going to go through quite comfortably. And in into the round of 16 with a bit of momentum, the Poms. Yeah, I had a little nibble on them. Um, early doors at a big price. A uh, uh, draft we're going to get to, if you're joining us for the first time, Michelangelo Rucci to join us in a while. We've also got Max McElhaney coming up not far away. Tom Scully, Tom Wren, Tom Kelly. It's a Tom day. Uh, and Ryan Harris to join us to talk test cricket. So we've got World Cup, draft, cricket, all to cover. Exciting day in WA. Um, and Milo. Yeah. Happy birthday to you as well. Thank you very much, kind sir. 30th of uh, November, your special day. It is a special day today, um, as I'm just taking a photo of one of the texts on the that's come through. I, um, it is a special day, but I'm old. And that's when we started with bad gifts on the text line 0427 154 166 because I've had some shockers in my time or 1300 736 736. Give us a call. Um, this new segment, though, I, I really like. Um, we're, I'm going to even try and play an intro here. I'm going to, I don't even know which one I'm going to play, Jace, but I'm going to give one of these a go. So this is, uh, this is you can only have one with Bryce Gibbs or thanks to all day socks by Underworks. Pass every test, pick up a pair and test them yourself. He is the life of parties he has never attended. If he were to punch you in the face, he would have to fight off the strong urge to thank him. Sharks have a week dedicated to him. He is the most interesting man in the world. He's Bryce Gibbs. <laughs> I don't mind them, actually. When, you, when they work like that, I reckon they're good. I reckon they're good. Now, you can only have one. This is really simple, All mate. Right. Talk so to me. I'll give you two things. Yep. And then you can only have one, and then I might even ask you to explain why. So start with an easy one, coffee or beer? Oh, this is tough already. Because I know you love your coffee. I didn't realise how much you liked your coffee because I've only ever seen you at the other end of the day. I've never seen you this early in the morning. And I know you love your beer. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I know that for a fact. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say uh, beer. Beer. Uh, all right. 
Craft or generic? As in beer? Yeah. Uh, craft. See, craft beer for me, get in the absolute C. Yeah, no, nah, craft beer. Um, here we go. Kimbo or the Roach? Oh, jeez. Well, considering he's screened us the last two days, I probably shouldn't <laughs> say the Roach, should I? Um, probably not. He's coming up shortly. <laughs> he's probably listening in if his phone isn't flat. Nah, he's been good this uh, this year. I'll, I'll say the Roach. Um, Murphy or Cruiser? Oh. You're going. Yeah. You're, you're, they're gonna, you're, you're tr- tugging on the heartstrings. Trust me, these are going to get worse. Jeez. Um, uh, Murphy. Murphy? Oh, Cruiser's oh, just no. killing I, I, over. I, I can't win. Mum or Dad? Oh, <laughs> mum. No, nah, Mum. I'm a mum, mum. Mama's boy. Um, Carlton or Adelaide? I know you've been asked this many times before, but this... I think you can answer this one for me. Yeah, uh, that'd be the Mighty Blues. <laughs> Pike or Malthouse? Oh. <laughs> um, Malthouse. <laughs> Someone's lost it. Jace has lost it. He's enjoyed that. Um, what about let's go uh, Socceroos? Socceroos. I don't say it. What? I don't know. What, what do you mean, don't? No, don't what, go on. I feel Socceroos. like I want to get the right. No, go on. I feel like I want to get the right one here. No. Socceroos or the Boomers? Oh, Socceroos. Is soccer over the yep. basketball? In the for yeah, our, our Aussie teams. Yep. Um, Hazy or Kane? Uh, I'm going to say Kane. Ka- Kane? Yeah, Hazy's dead to us. Oh, <laughs> whack. <laughs> Boom. Um, and it, this was, I reckon now I've got you. What about Kelly or Mace? Oh, I did not. That... Yeah, make sure you cut this up here. <laughs> Kelly or Mace? Because we, like, I reckon you're going to get, you, you'll be in more trouble with Kelly I'm going to be but Macy would be regardless. deeply Macy would be deeply offended. No, but but Kelly would let you know. Mace wouldn't. She'd just go. I'm disappointed. Well, and I have to pick one. You've got to have to. I'm off the Christmas list here for, from one. Well, of them. who who gives the best gifts? <laughs> 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 Who's making more money at the moment? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'll I'll say uh, I'll say Kelly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, Kelly. No, go, Kelly. Macy, yeah, Kelly. Yeah. All right. It wasn't too hard, was it? Oh, You've gone hard early. This is going to be a regular thing. Yeah, it is. But um, the hard part is... pulling on the heartstrings early. I've probably used all the ones I really want to ask. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any left. If you've got one for Gibbsy, one or the other, you can only have one. I like it. One genuine (laughs) hit. I I said craft beer for me. I'm like, give me a super dry or a Carlton draft. Yeah, I don't mind starting with a couple of craft beers. Yeah. Um, On the grass or behind the glass? Oh, yeah, you know the answer to that too. I'm a, I'm a behind the glass man. Yeah. <laughs> Famously, we haven't told that story yet. How we went to, and Jason, I don't think I've even told you this story yet. So we went to the footy together in Melbourne and with another mate who formerly played at Sturt, Craig Evans, an assistant coach at Norwood. And the three of us were trying to meet up with Bryce at the footy and we said, Bryce, we'll meet you at the bull ring. And he said, what's that? In the MCC. And I said, mate, the bull ring. He said, what's that? And I said, mate, it's the bar. Like everybody knows it. And he said, mate, I've either been on the grass or behind the glass. I don't know where the bull ring is. I don't know where the bull ring is. One of the great calls. One of the great calls. Hey, um, Max McElhaney to join us pretty shortly. Are we going to break before Maxie? We are. We're going to take an early break. If you've got a question for Bryce, you can only have one. And give us two. 
Scotty from Bayswater's chimed in, and he's one of my all-timers, Scotty from Bayswater. Famously, after the AFL Grand Final, boundary riding over there, might have played up a little bit too much with um, at the SEN after party at Crown. And uh, I think I got back to the hotel at 5am, and I had to start SEN trackside on the Sunday at really early because it was WA time. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I had my bag packed because I was flying out straight afterwards back um, east. And uh, I had no food or drink, right? And nothing's open right around Optus Stadium. So I put the call out on SEN track. I said, boys, I'm stuck. And Scotty was Bayswater near the stadium, rolls up with a couple of pasties, Coke, Powerade, all that rolled up at the door. What a man. Yeah, unbelievable bloke. So thanks for the birthday wishes. Scotty, you're one of my all-timers. We're going to jump to a break on the other side of this. Max McElhaney for a quick chat. They bit on him, but the Crows got their man. The big fella will join us on the other side of this. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs, and this is SNSA's Summer Breakfast. Discover weeks, homes and Maunteen. Maunteen Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power saved during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back. 7.15 Wednesday morning, post-draft day. And, well, we get stuck into them. He was in studio here the other day, and we love him. He's ended up at the Crows, and he's currently, no word of a lie, he's sitting out the front of the club and about to walk in for session number one. We speak of Max McElhaney. He joins us. Hello, Maxie, and congratulations, buddy. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me back on. Mate, geez, you sound chuffed. I know that we uh, when you are in studio the other day and we said, how are the nerves and whatnot? You boys did a very good job of saying, yeah, no, everything's all okay and playing it cool. But we could tell that they're all a little bit edgy. But, geez, I can hear the relief in your voice and how happy you are. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's very exciting times. And, yeah, as you said, can't wait to get into it. So, Maxie, did you expect the bid to come that early? Obviously, we're all a bit unsure when the bid would come, but we knew we knew it was on its way. But it, it came pretty early. So, was uh, was it was it a good surprise for you? Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I'm extremely happy that it came the first night. Um, found it pretty hard to sleep the night before, so I don't know how it would have went um, having to do another night um, sleepless. But yeah, I was extremely grateful that Sydney um, ranked me that high and. They called out my name, and then even more so that the Crows matched it. Hey, uh, Maxie, you're waiting out the front for training. No doubt the Crows have got a gym schedule waiting for you. They've got the protein bars ready. You're going to get straight into some running. Um, tell us, uh, Norwood are a professional outfit, and, and they do run a good ship, and, and Twig came out of out of an AFL system. Uh, have you had a few of those Norwood boys chime in and just let you know what, you've got, what you're in for and what you've got to be ready for? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really fortunate that there's a couple of ex-AFL players out there and they've been really um, good to me, giving me some advice and um, kind of telling me what to expect and like, giving me a couple of tips so it'll help me along the way. So, um, yeah, that's been unreal. We saw some vision of uh, Matty Nix turning up to your house uh, after you were selected uh, by the Crows. Um, how was that? Uh, what, what did he have to say? Yeah, yeah, that was really special. Um, he just come over and told me um, that he's happy to have me at the club and he's keen to get it to work. Um, and, yeah, it was really special to have him come around and, I guess, share that moment with my family. Um, yeah, couldn't have been a better night, really. 
and no doubt uh, a few of the the players would have reached out as well. Who'd you who'd you hear from? Got a few texts, no doubt. Texts will surely. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the boys all text. Um, pretty much all of them all sent me through a text. Um, Sony gave me a call yesterday, which was really good, um, given that he's just had a new kid. Um, but yeah, a lot of the boys have been really good reaching out and making me feel welcome. Last one before we let you go to training, mate. Nice and early too. Uh, the old man, he'd be he'd be absolutely over the moon, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's really proud. Um, obviously, he's put a lot of time and effort into my footy career growing up and um, to see that that's all paid off, you know, he's extremely proud for me um, and wish me all the best. Maxie, you follow a long lineage of uh, gun players from Norwood to go Norwood and then to the Crows. No doubt, mate, you're in for a long career. We look forward to chatting to you throughout. Hey, Maxie, the, one of the first uh, blokes you'll meet in there today is uh, Vinny, who's the uh, the guru, property steward, does a bit of everything, head trainer. Just ask him how yep. Italy have gone uh, in the World Cup this year, mate. <laughs> all right, well, as soon as I go in there, I'll let him know about Perfect. it. Thanks, mate. Hey, Maxie, you're a star, buddy. Uh, thanks for all your time with us, my friend. Go and enjoy training. Look forward to watching you play. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Max McElhaney there. You can tell the relief in his voice from here the other day into yep. now. And even knowing that he's probably going to go, like, you could just wait off the shoulders. Yeah, it's it's certainly a relief. And the Crows have got a good one. Uh, what we've seen him do uh, over the last 12 months, he's he's a good defender, plays on tools, plays on smalls. And we we heard Hamish Ogilvie tell us uh, post-picking him up how, how thrilled they were to get him and and I reckon he's a good chance to play some footy in 2023. Yeah, well, he's, he's at the right club, I think, to, to get a bit of a run because they're going to give him a go. Uh, a couple more have come in off the text, 0427 154 166, or give us a call, 1300 736 736. It was, uh, you can only have one for Bryce Gibbs. So Steve's chimed in. Bryce, halfback or midfield? Uh, midfield. Um, morning, boys. Dave here. Gibbsy, Van Dyke or Mo Salah? Oh, geez, talking about pulling on the heartstrings. Uh, I'm going to have to say the Egyptian king, Mo Salah. Uh, and this is good from the Gold Coast Crow. The Bays or South? <laughs> uh, the Panthers, of course. Oh, the Yeah. I, I, I thought that genuinely could have gone either way. The Panthers. And what about this, McGarry or pick one? Oh, nah. It was an absolute privilege to go pick one. I'll go pick one. The sample have just rolled over. <laughs> He's just given the sample a whack. Well, he found it easy, though. He found the sample. He told me. He said the sample. Oh, how easy is this? Just rack up 30-odd. No one go near. Good on you, Gold Coast Crow. We're going to jump to a break. On the other side of this, I'm telling you what, he gets one shot at this, Jace. This is not, I'm not even joking or beating this up for radio. You call him, and if he does not answer, that's it. Michelangelo Rucci to join us on the other side of this. We're all thanks here. Uh, all thanks to Thai Power. Their buying power puts the power in your lane. Live from SNSA Studio Lumo. It's Wednesday. It's seven twenty-one. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire Power saved during the big holiday sale on now. Summer breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back, SNSA Summer Breakfast, live from Studio Lumo. Discover a better way to build Weeks homes. Discover different. Shout out to the team at Weeks. Now, we've had all sorts of, all sorts of, we've had the dog ate his homework. We've had the phone went flat. We've had power outages. We've had World Cup. Now, I'm going to play this opener for him, and he better be on line one. He better be on line one for his farewell, his, his farewell from Summer Breakfast. Party people! 
Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch, shaka I'm pressing line one. Rooch, to Michelangelo. Testing, anyone there? to Michelangelo. Miles, Bryce, good morning. Now, Miles, who's more excited? You or Billy Dowling today? Uh, I'll tell you what, probably me, because it's... Well, he's been he's been my man for a long way out. He's been our man here at SEN yes. for a long way out. And look, yes. this is exactly what the Crows need, Roach, isn't it? They need an accumulator, a goal kicking, but a tall, big size mid. Well, what Adelaide has done extremely well is they've followed what Melbourne learned a long time ago: is that when you can dip into your future draft picks, make what you've got next year worthwhile this year. So, you know, when you're at the bottom end of the table, those draft picks are worth a lot. So use them now. It's a bit like having a credit card, and the beauty of it is you don't pay for it until the year after and the year after, and there's always a year after. So they've very wisely restocked their list. The one note, you know, you talk about Billy Dowling, and you you, you make you part of your show, and you know exactly how exciting it is to have him drafted. I, I was so excited when Tom Scully, who we spoke to uh, before we closed off last night, and, and to hear his... Uh, eagerness and you know want to be a Port Adelaide player, and you get one in eighteen chance if it's even that through the through the national draft, and that's it. He's now at Port Adelaide, so Port have got a long-term option for what happens when Charlie Dixon inevitably has to retire. They've loaded up with a couple of young defenders who look into their future needs, which is actually a very much a present need. So it's been a, been a good draft for both clubs. I mean, we. We always hear that, don't we? It's a good draft for every club. They've got to now turn this promise into uh, a reality on the footy field. I think, Bryce, we can say that all 18 clubs have got pretty good development programs these days. It's not the, the late 1980s anymore when it was all a guessing game with draft picks. No, you're spot on there, Roach. And the, the development programs that are put in place these days are, are unbelievable. And a lot of time yeah. and energy is, is put into these young kids. But uh, you're spot on about Adelaide uh, climbing into the draft a little bit early. We knew they might have, uh, giving, given their, their draft hand um, with getting Isaac Rankin in uh, giving away all those early picks. But it seems both clubs have really gone for needs, haven't they? So Adelaide have gone oh, with, with a couple so. of yeah. mids. McElhaney, obviously, the... the a good halfback, and, and Port have gone for your tall, couple of tall, raw defenders, something to work with. Uh, and you mentioned Tom Scully as well, uh, key forward, but uh, can and play back potentially as well. So both teams have gone for a needs basis. Yeah, well, you've got two options in AFL recruiting. You either go and find them at other clubs and trade them in, and that can be costly, or you back yourself in to find the young talent in the draft and then develop them. So. I mean, both clubs have gone down both paths. They've had successful trade periods when you look at Rankin and Jason Old Francis. They're enormous gets for Adelaide and Port Adelaide. It's just when you actually do the sums on what they achieved there and, and Adelaide for the way in which they, they they got three players out of their original plan to get Jason Old Francis and three players they'll be delighted to have for, for a decade and Port snatching a number one draft pick so easily, so to speak, from North Melbourne. They've had, they've had a good off start to the off-season. Now they've got the work to do on the track. We'll see what all this hope and promise delivers to us in March. And I, I think we can say that both supporter bases would be eager to, to see what their teams are going to offer in 2023.
Roach, very quickly before we enter the news, what was your biggest story of the year? Like, well, what do you think was the, the, the big one of the year? I know you've finished up with Kimbo on the Roach. You're going on holidays. No doubt you're heading to Italy to that mountain you own there. Um, but what was, the, what was the big one for the year that you sort of went, gee whiz, that's, uh, that sort of rocked the, the sporting world? I don't think we were in any way surprised about Alistair Clarkson coming back into coaching. I don't that think that really... So of the coaching stories, probably Ratton's dismissal at St Kilda still leaves you know, a lot of thoughts about just how irresponsible clubs can be, and that's uh, pretty sad what happened to Brett Ratton. But I, I still think the story that's going to have enormous ramifications for the way in which AFL clubs operate is still how poorly Hawthorne handled its review into First Nations issues, and that's still got to play out with what the AFL, in inverted commas, independent inquiry comes up with. And and the one we're still waiting for that still has to play out is what happens with Tasmania and the Tasmanian bid to get into the AFL. That's, that's a story that's still building on us. Uh, Roach, when are you back? Uh, the listeners want to know, when are Kimbo and the Roach back? We'll be back February 13, and everyone, please stay tuned for some big announcements in January as to as for when the for when the um, whole lineup for 2023 is put before us. Well, looking forward to it, Roach. You go have a nice summer. We know uh, Kimbo will be heading up to Port Vinny at the Vetnor Hotel up yeah. there. So you have a great summer, my friend. Thanks for everything on the show. I know I've enjoy only been yours. Here three days, and I'll enjoy mine sitting in here. <laughs> Hey, good luck, guys. Miguel Roti there. We got him. We got him. Um, right, we're going to jump to the news. Other side of this, Tom Scully, the man we speak about, went 53 to port. He's coming up. Tom Wren, Ryan Harris, Tom Kelly, you name it, we have it. Summer breakfast, back in a moment. Montan Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power, saved during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. 7.36 on your Wednesday morning. Forecast of 24 degrees, currently 14 and a half here in Adelaide, live from SNSA's Studio Lumo. And a big thanks to Chemist Warehouse, a real house of fragrances this Christmas. Just had a few people off the, uh, off the text as well that are tuning in via the app. Just mentioning about the frequencies not working in their car. We've got a transmitter issue here in South Australia. It's intermittent at the moment. Uh, it's a priority for us, of course, and we're working as hard as we can to get that up and running. So just on the app for now, um, and a lot of people have you on our, your Apple CarPlay and on the app. Um, so we do apologise. It's a priority for us. So if you're on the app, um, uh, just whack the headphones in, get the app up. It's crystal live and crystal clear, of course. Hey, um, another draftee. We love chatting to these. We just mentioned and spoke to Roach about Tom Scully before. He ends up at Port Adelaide at pick number 53. He joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Tommy, and congratulations. Hey, Owen. Thank you for having me. Mate, from West Adelaide, uh, you've got uh, Hammer there in your ear, and he's one of the great blokes. Uh, you end up at Port Adelaide. What's the fallout been like? Your phone running hot. Hammer, the Port Boys, they all would have got in contact, no doubt. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, all the Port Boys um, have reached out. They've been absolutely um, wonderful. It's really um, good to have, you know, um, them all reach out. And, um, yeah, it sort of feels like, um, yeah, I'm still pinching myself, to be honest. It, um, yeah, it just doesn't feel real having, like, um, yeah, so many AFL footballers reach out and stuff. So, 
um, yeah, just very grateful and, uh, yeah, can't wait to get stuck in. Now, did you have any indication from Port in the lead-up to the draft? Um, I had a little bit. I thought um, I thought Richmond were probably going to be the main ones. But, yeah, I did speak to Port um, about a week and a half ago. And, um, yeah, there, it was definitely sort of ner- uh, some nervy times there at the back end. But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm just grateful that Port read my, I heard my name. And, um, yeah, can't wait to get stuck in. Mate, you're 203, 89 kilos. How big are you going to get? Um, no doubt you've got a gym program in front of you. Do we crack the ton or just sit about in the 95, 96 mark and just yeah, swat a few out of the way? <laughs> yeah, I, ho- I, hope, I hope to crack a ton. Um, yeah, with now um, being in the AFL environment, um, I'm sure, yeah, like you said, there's going to be some um, uh, gym stuff lined up. And, um, yeah, I'm absolutely willing to commit uh, 110% and, um, yeah, give it everything. So will that be probably your first focus over your first pre-season, just to put on a bit more weight, spend a bit of time in the gym uh, and, and muscle up a bit? Oh, absolutely, Bryce. Um, yeah, that'd be, um, that'd be the main one. Um, yeah, really trying to... That and the conditioning, uh, the conditioning aspect of, um, of side of things as well. So, um, yeah, just really trying to hit the track hard and, um, yeah... Uh, do the best I can, really. No doubt you would have heard from Tommy Jonas, his skipper. He's one of the great men and the great leaders uh, that you'll ever meet. He's also got a really nice uh, a nice line of wine uh, that he kicks around, his hey diddle stuff. But uh, Tommy would have reached out, I'm sure. He's a ripper. Yeah, he, he was one of the first ones to give me a call. Um, yeah, again, like all the other boys, um, yeah, just really um, congratulated me and, um, yeah, wish me all the best. And, um, yeah, he really can't wait to meet me, so... Um, yeah, no, it sounds like a really nice guy and, um, yeah, can't wait to meet him and all the boys. What was mum and dad like? Did, did a few tears, you know, happy that you're staying local, but you sort of get the, uh, you can't believe it happened, bit of shock? Yeah, mum, mum, um, mum being mum, um, yeah, she was kind of, uh, in tears a little bit, um, but also glad that, you know, I don't have to move away and, um, yeah, can stay home and eat her meals and stuff and, um, dad was, Dad was sort of pretty happy. Dad was very happy as well. Um, yeah, like I said, it was a little bit nervy at the back end. But, um, yeah, once when I got called out, um, yeah, it was pretty... Uh, it was just pure elation and joy. And, um, yeah, no, it, was a, it was really good scenes. So we just spoke to Max Michelini before, and he was actually sitting in the car park ready for his day one. Uh, are you on the track today? Uh, when, when, when do you kick off things at the, foot, at the footy club? Uh, yeah, so I think um, I've got to go in at 8.30 uh, to, yeah, I think it's just a meet and greet sort of thing. And um, I think, yeah, training will begin um, pretty soon. Um, so, yeah. And uh, you, you're a bit of a, a soccer convert. Oh. Um, <laughs> how have you found the, the Socceroos go in the World Cup so far? And do you reckon we're a chance to get through to the round of 16 tonight? Oh, absolutely, boys. Um, yeah, love. I uh, love watching do the soccer. Um, yeah, no, I think I think it was a. I think I think we're a very good chance against uh, Denmark, and um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people watching, and yeah, hope we go all the way. No doubt, Kenny Hinckley's going to tell you to get to bed and get some sleep, though, Tommy. But you go and enjoy training, my <laughs> friend, and uh, look forward to seeing you run out uh, in the teal, mate. Uh, really excited for you. you. Sound like a great kid. Cheers, boys. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Tommy Scully there on the line, and Ted. I love that. You can just tell in their voice, aren't they? They the same, are same thing. just pumped. Yep. They uh, sound super excited. A bit of relief, obviously, no doubt. It's certainly uh, a nervy wait 
waiting for your name to get read out. And um, obviously, Tom's name got read out last night, so he missed out on the first round like like a lot of kids did. And that, that night's sleep would have been a little bit uneasy. But, yeah, to, to end up at Port, to stay in your home state... Um, obviously, mum. Oh, mum's pretty mum's happy. Been so, stoked. Um, yeah, it's fantastic, and and he's got so much upside. A bit of a project player, over two hundred centimetres. We know the the bigger guys take a little bit longer to develop, but um, certainly a lot of scope, and uh, you know he he could be a, a good one for Port Adelaide. A word from our partners uh, coming up here, and then on the other side of this, Tom Wren. Oh, the great man from Channel Nine. He is as good a chat as any. One of the great blokes you'll ever meet in your life. Tommy Wren's going to join us on the other side to discuss a little bit about the draft, some SA players, and also a couple of other things. The Phantom going to run through our BBL coach, uh, super coach side. Tom Kelly, Ryan Harris still to come. Plenty more. Back soon. Montan Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power. Save during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. 7.48, Wednesday morning, November 30, forecast 24 degrees. If you're just joining us for the first time, Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you. Discover a better way to build weeks, homes, discover different. couple of quick ones off the text uh, from Braden. Fire up, Milo. Good on you, mate. And uh, happy birthday, Magic Man. Might need to buy yourself a few golf lessons from Aldi. It's a great Sam Ald from Old Family Wines. Uh, and gave me a touch-up in golf the other day. Certainly did. A bloke that always gives me a touch-up in a game of golf. Uh, and just a touch-up in general, because he's one of the great men. Uh, he, best newsreader that I've seen in Adelaide for in my 35 years. His name's Tom Rennie. joins us on the line. <laughs> Hello, Rennie. The magic man. Happy birthday. Now, we do have to play another round of golf. We'll get Gibbsy involved as well. So you name the course, I'll be there, and uh, and we'll put a few bucks on the line. You'd get you'd get reciprocal rights. At, you'd be Royal Adelaide and Grange. I'm playing all the public lads here. <laughs> You're the big pro. Hey, uh, mate, big night AFL draft. You've got it all covered on Channel 9, of course, as always. But um, was there any surprises that stuck out for you? I bet you're probably uh, glad that the, the, the South Australian team shopped local. Yeah, I think that's probably something fans are always looking for, isn't it, boys? You know, we always worry about the go-home factor and if, if you go local, Miles, as you know, you're not going to have to deal with that so much. So the Crows, two of their three are local boys. And the same story for Port. What was really interesting for me, fellas, and look, I'd be fascinated to get your thoughts as well, is um, Port went so tall. Um, you know, they've gone with two blokes that are topping two metres, Tom Scully and Kyle Marshall and Tom McCallum, who's 193 centimetres. So, you know, they've, they've gone with some serious height there. Um, so I don't think they'll get an immediate payoff with this draft, but probably not that unexpected given we think they're in the premiership window their draft picks came a little bit later so it looks like with this draft for port at least they're trying to invest in the future oh, well i bet that i mean you're glad you're reading now and you don't have to do the news crosses with the blokes at 200 centimeters now tommy <laughs> <laughs> no i d- don't need the yellow pages books as much at the moment fellas so that, that that's always a little bit of a bonus for me but um i still need it for every other person i talk to anyway <laughs> Are you spot on, Rennie, with what you said about uh, a couple of the, the taller guys, especially for Port? And, and they certainly look like project players in, in Tom Scully and, and yep. Kyle Marshall. They're, they're going for a bit of a needs basis too. We, you know, we know uh, Charlie Dixon's is is on, on on the back end of his career. Tommy Jonas is starting to get a little bit older as well. So getting those younger project-type players, we know the, the, the bigger guys take a little bit longer 
uh, to develop as well. And when you're getting guys in like Jason Hall Francis and Willie Rioli, they're, they're keen to win now and, and develop some guys uh, in the background as well. But so we've seen that the Crows go for some some needs-based players as well. Mix McElhaney, obviously the, the halfback, Billy Dowling and, and mm-hmm. Hugh Bond, a couple of uh, some good inside mids that uh, that'll help them in there as well. Which they probably need, don't they, Gibbs? You know, it's the one area. I, I think when you look at the Crows, and, and look, you know and would um, see that list as well far better than I do, but from an outsider looking in, and, and Miles as well, you know, you look at the Crows and I think, gee, that forward line's got some spunk about it now, doesn't it? You know, with Isaac Rankin and Josh Rochelle, um, you know, just complimenting the tall forwards, Darcy Fogarty, Riley Philthorpe, Taylor Walker. I mean, that could be one of the more potent forward lines in the competition, but it's going to be about supply. They just need to get the ball in there enough. And if they can just find some ball winners and a bit of speed, and I think ideally, Gibbsy, they'd like to get Rochelle and Rankin to a level where they can pinch hit a bit in the midfield, maybe five or ten minutes a quarter. If they, if they can do that and win enough ball, then they've got a really dangerous team on it, and I think a really dangerous forward line, but it's going to be about having enough midfield depth. And I think that's probably been an issue for the Crows for a few years now. So if if they can get that, that's really going to help them. It's where hopefully Dowling will help him. But Port Adelaide have probably gone extremely well in this draft period. You know, the Horn Francis trade's going to help. Can you see them then having another surge here? I mean, there was a bit of chat in regards to the Ken Hinckley coaching thing last year. I mean, this goes again this year. It's the last year from from my um, recollection. So... Um, without pending a flag or a granny, I would say. But expecting another little push from them now with a little bit of a top-up with some guns? has to be, Miles. This is it. You know what? I'm a betting man, and and so are you, Miles, and and I love it. And, you know, I probably shouldn't talk in those terms, but for me... (laughs) Gamble responsibly, call 1-800-858-858. It's it's chips in, isn't it, Miles? Yeah. I think Port have gone, this is our hand, you know, and I love that. They've got the cards on the table and they're saying, we've got to have a crack. And that's why they've gone after Willie Junior Rioli and they've gone after, you know, Jason Horn Francis. I, I do expect, in answer to your question, I do expect a spike. I, I think they had a rotten run with uh, injury last year. And I know, you know, that's not the only excuse. Um, but I think if they can stay sound and they can keep this list together... Um, I, I think they're a good chance to bounce back and bounce back pretty hard. They'll get a better draw. I think they should be aiming... I mean, they have to be aiming for top four. And then, like you said, final year of Ken Hinckley's contract. Look, I'm, I'm a big fan, so I'm probably biased when you ask me. I hope that it continues for him. But I, I think he would know, and I think the club know and the fans know, unless they're making the grand final, that's probably the end of the road. So it has to be all in. And, and I love that. Put the cards on the table. Have a crack, and if it doesn't work, you shake hands and you say, we gave it a go. It didn't work out. I was just going to ask you that, Rennie, what your opinion was on what is the, the pass mark for Port Adelaide. And you've basically said top four, uh, aim, aim for that grand final spot. We know uh, they come out and said that in the, uh, in the media this time last year and uh, obviously got off to that slow start. But um, I, I think they're well-placed, Port. Hey, Rennie, uh, for, I think so. for Adelaide, uh, we've, we've got – the supercars, test cricket. We've now got live golf and magic round. Oh. This is unbelievable for the degrade athletes. For it's cashy time, isn't it? For the degrade athletes around Adelaide that have, haven't played anymore. Guys like, uh, actually, we won't name anyone. But Jesus, sports rolled in Adelaide. We can we can get on the circuit. 
Miles, if you and I aren't filling up our wallets with some <laughs> dead set cashies, I, the only person I want running after me at the end of all of this is the tax man. Yeah. And I'm going to be saying, I did absolutely nothing. I was as quiet as a church mouse during that period. But how good is it, though, for, for SA that we've got so much going on? I mean, I don't know what you boys are looking forward to the most. I think for me, um, I reckon Live Golf yeah. is, is the one. The, the magic round's going to be superb. But so many of my my mates, and I'm sure you boys are the same, are saying, you know, they've, they've put themselves on the waiting list for the corporate um, tickets for, for Live Golf or even just the GAs. You know, they're so excited. To be to be heading to that, um, it's just it's it's brilliant. I'm I'm so happy that we've got it. And look, I know there's the debate about you know live golf and the merits of it, and you know the Saudi back money and everything. But in terms of events and golf tournament and quality, it's the best event golf event I think we've had in this country for 20 or 30 years. So I reckon it's massive. Um, but the other one, boys, that I'm excited about at the moment, and Gibbsy, I know you're a huge fan, is the World Cup. I'm so pumped for tomorrow morning. I've, I've just been watching the USA-Iran game. Um, but tomorrow morning, oh, I, I hope we can hold on for a draw. Not that confident, but um, Gibbsy, you're probably better to talk about it than, than me. But how good is it going to be tomorrow morning? Yeah, it's fantastic. And we've got to play to win, Rennie. We can't just sit back yep. and park the bus and, and, and hope for a draw. I reckon we've got to, we've got to score and, and even try and score a couple and then, and then work it out from there. But uh, we've got to go all out attack. Spot on. And that's it. And the thing is, I think the game will open up because, I mean, Denmark know they have to win. So, you know, they're going to be pushing, pushing. And the longer the game goes on, if it's, you know, 45 minutes, an hour in, and we're still nil all, um, they'll just throw bodies forward, which means we can hopefully get them the other way, someone like a Garrett Kowal. But, oh, fellas, I know I'm probably digressing a little bit, but the, the draft, look, some of the other stories, um, you know, six father sons, Cooper Harvey, love seeing, you know, these sons of legends getting a crack. That's going to be great to watch. The Davy twin brothers, you know, at Essendon, that's another great story. So outside of the Crows and Port, there's some really nice stories. I ho- it's always so hard, though, isn't it? And Gibbsy, I mean, you've lived and breathed it, um, you know, with your um, rich history with the draft and then had a great career. But it's probably something to do, you know, five years down the track to look at the draft and say, oh, wow, look, pick 28, Jacob Ryan, you know, going to Collingwood that was the steal of the draft or whatever the case may be. So it's always, you know, great. I love listening to clubs after the draft. And what else can they say? You know, we think we've got a bargain. We think we've got a great player. But I guess we'll probably know more. Some hit the scene straight away, not many, but probably three to five years from now is when you get a real good idea of of where the players are at. Uh, Rennie, looking forward to your bulletin tonight. Also, uh, seeing Kate Collins, as I love seeing uh, her on the news uh, every night. Um, <laughs> mate, and uh, your mate's waiting for corporate tickets. Mine are just waiting for GA, so we obviously roll in different circles, Rennie. <laughs> hey, always always love chatting to you, buddy. Might even have lunch next week. <laughs> I look forward to it. Yes, my shout. Goodness me, I've been on you that for about two years. <laughs> we'll talk soon, buddy. Thanks, boys. Tom Rent, the superstar himself. He's a ripper. Channel 9 News, uh, no better. Hey, speaking of uh, speaking of rippers, we go to the, ma- the myth. Well, he still is the myth and the legend. We speak of the phantom, and this is all, of course, thanks to KFC Supercoach. BBL is back at supercoach.com.au, and we need the phantom's thoughts on our BBL team. Hello, phantom. Hello, boy. Thanks for having me. I'm just surprised Tommy Wren didn't hang around. A big super coach man, I know he is. Good to be back. Certainly is. Hey, how do we address you? Is it the Phantom or Phantom? You sound a lot younger than I expected. No, I can do whatever you want, Miles. Phantom, <laughs> the Phantom. Um, maybe the Phantom for the first time, but Gibbs, you can go with Phantom or something, yeah. I reckon. <laughs> hey, uh, we've, we're putting together our, our BBL super coach team. Now, it's a, it's a fridge too far. 
Um, named after, of course, our great producer, Jace Reagan, right. he said it himself. Hey, uh, we've got Tom Kelly coming up. We don't have him in our team currently, so we're going to have to find a trade here. But we've got uh, McDermott in to bat uh, and as our keeper, uh, Mitch Marsh, yep. Alex Hales, Colin de Gronholm, um, Khan and Hughes. How are we looking there um, to kick us away? Looking pretty good. Uh, Mitch Marsh, obviously uh, a big name, and the super coach must have. But just and that's it's a key one there, and for Casey's super coach players out there, the Scorchers uh, have the buy in the round one. So it's, a, it's an interesting game because you have to uh, juggle the fixture a bit. So either stash him on your bench or spread the money elsewhere and look to get Mitch Marsh uh, in for round two. Uh, but looking pretty good uh, otherwise. Tom Kelly, interesting one as well. He mentions coming up Andrew Capel. From the advertiser, my friend there, I mentioned, he said it should feature and should go pretty well for the strike. So a little smoky to consider. Oh, uh, that's great insight there because we've actually got him highlighted as captain here, Mitch Marsh. So we'll have to uh, adjust that one. So uh, our bowlers, Phantom, uh, Bartlett, yep. Rashid Khan, Renshaw, Kutanil and Stoinis. Yeah, no, you can't go without Rashid Khan, the, the, our, our boy here for the strikers. And the strikers do play twice. Uh, in the opening round, okay, to Supercoach BBL. It's a little bit different to other forms of Supercoach. Um, if you've played the American Fantasy well, there's a lot of games in the specific round. So the strikers play twice, means double points for Rashid Khan there, Marcus Stoinis and the Stars as well. So um, you can load your team. Might You can probably fit in a couple more um, of those players too from the Stars, Strikers and the Thunder because they're going to get double points in the opening round. But in terms of names, got a few good ones there. Uh, on our bench, Bancroft, Pearson, Hunt, Conway, Connolly. I've noticed we've got a lot of these strikers here. Um, Double points first up. That's yeah. why. Um, Conway, met him the other day. He's a good fella. Yes, and good price too. Um, pretty good prices. And obviously other bigger names who are worth a bit more in case of Supercoach BBL. But it's almost always about finding the value. And someone like Conway, even Henry Hunt, who's um, been making runs uh, for the Redbacks uh, this season already, I think... He's pretty cheap, and again, if he can squeeze into the lineup um, with a few of the big names missing, as Gibby said, double point. He's going to bat twice, probably open the batting as well for the strikers if he does get a go. So I, I like him on the bench. Phantom, I reckon we're going to sub Hughes out for Tommy Kelly. We've got him waiting on the other side. Thanks for joining us this morning, buddy, and we'll chat again soon. Very good. Looking good, boys. Looking forward to chatting more. At the Phantom there, all thanks to the Supercoach BBL. Go to supercoach.com.au. It's time to play Australia's best fantasy cricket game. Uh, it's news time. On the other side of this, we've got Tom Kelly to join us, Ryan Harris still to come, and to wrap the show, and we do it all thanks to Lumo Energy SA. We'll be back in a moment. Montan Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power saved during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Well, welcome back. 8.03 Wednesday morning, November 30. Forecast 24 degrees and sunny. Live from SNSA Studio Lumo, Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you. Thanks to a lot of people that are chiming in with uh, messages this morning. Shout out to the father-in-law up there in the in the Barossa. Miles Deli in Angerston. Stop in there, get your paper. Thanks, Rich tuning in this morning. Discover a better way to build weeks homes. Discover different. Hey, uh, speaking of discoveries, we discovered this bloke um, and we've adopted him as one of our own. He's now what strikers, redbacks, you name it, he's playing it. He's a star from Sturt. Uh, he also loves a red tin better than anyone else I know. His name's Tom Kelly and he joins us. Hello, TK. Fitzy, how are you, mate? 
going very well. Down in Tasmania, I speak, spoke to your um, development manager this morning. He said uh, TK's only gone down to Tasmania to sell footy club raffle tickets for the Nan Footy Club to pay for players. So how many have the Tasmanian Devils bought off you so far? Oh, that's false information from Jay Spo to start with. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, no, I've, yeah, don't mind getting out in the local community up in Nan. So sell a few raffle tickets. to the, None to the Tassie boys, but the Redbacks boys have got around that pretty well. So... Good on them. Down in Tassie at the moment, um, uh, what's what's the order of play? You're playing today or tomorrow? Nah, tomorrow. So come down day early, uh, top up training the Sabo on their wickets, which I assume will be a little bit greener than uh, most Adelaide Oval wickets. And then, um, yeah, play from tomorrow till Sunday. Now, Tommy, I just want to, I was just wondering, is uh, has Milo cut you from the, the two Cox golf team or have you, uh, you gone and found oh. some more players? <laughs> I think I think I'm now manager. <laughs> um, we're trying to we're trying to recruit Hamish Hartlett because one of the boys who played last year will be going to England for cricket, so we've got a spot open. So yeah, Gibbsy might look at Hamish Hartlett. Well, our great sponsors here in this morning show, Morn Team, gave us the big Kia Carnival last year, didn't they? And um, we took the Kia Carnival down there with Daniel Drew and Bucky. And speaking of Drewy, he uh, he seems to be a second inning specialist. He doesn't dig in in the first one, but he digs in in the second one. Yeah, he's going all right, Drew, isn't he? Um, just finding a way to yeah get out at the moment, but he's working really hard in the nets, and I reckon this week he's going to put a big one on the uh, on the boy. He made his debut down here a few years ago, so hopefully that gives him a little bit of confidence. And yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll back him in this week to go big in the first innings. So tell us about that second innings against Queensland. You obviously you boys really dug in and and salvaged the draw there. Do you take a bit of confidence out of that leading into uh, the next game tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. We sort of spoke about at the moment we're struggling when the game when we're trying when the game's dictated to us about what we have to do. We're we're playing really good cricket, and it's just we're lapsing. Yeah, the first hour or two hours of a game where we're where it's not dictated to us, we sort of just let it play out, and we find ourselves behind the eight ball most weeks at the moment, which is a bit of a shame. But um, we do take confidence knowing that yeah we can stand up to yeah well Queensland a very good side last week and Taz will be outstanding with Siddle and Meredith and uh, Jackson Bird rolling in for him so we know it's not going to be easy and we've got to dig in and get a little fo- bit of fight about us but we should be right hopefully. How do you go? I always find it interesting with this. How do you go then? You line up against Sids and you got to saddle up with him with the strikers. Um, do you throw a bit of lip? I've never played against Sid, so this is my first time playing against him. I imagine he'll give us a little bit. But, no, nah, generally it's pretty good. Like, played against Matt Short a couple of times and oh, not not too much there. But there's the odd bloke who, like, if you come up against Renshaw, he's not only the strikers, but I'm sure he'd, he'd dish out a bit of lip to the strikers boys. So, nah, it's all it's all fun and games. So, there's, off the field, everyone's really good mates. So. TK, looking forward to seeing you in the in the strikers in the blue. We'll be calling that all live here on Big Bash Nation on SEN. I think Chatty Says and I are going to call a few games. Hey, uh, we've also whacked you in our Super Coach team. Can we whack you in there for a few runs through the BBL? Uh, <laughs> I hope so, mate. That's what I'm picked to play for. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you now, I won't be taking any wickets, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, best of luck down there in Tassie, but more so best of luck through the striker season. We'd love to have you on uh, regularly through the summer if we can, TK. So if you can make yourself available from selling those raffle tickets for the Ned Footy Club, uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. <laughs> no worries at all. Thanks, Fitzy. Thanks, Bryce. Uh, Tommy Kelly there. He's one of the best.
We only get good blokes on here, don't yeah, we? That's all we do. We just run a good ship here yeah. on uh, summer breakfast. Ship. Yeah, good ship. Ship. Great ship. Yeah. Yeah, mateship. Mateship. HMAS Friendship. mateship. Whatever ship you've got, we've got it. <laughs> hey, uh, let's, let's – I don't know where we were going with I'm that. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, up <laughs> Ship Creek. That's where we are. Better get a call from the boss here. Um, after the break, Ryan Harris to talk about the Test Series against the West Indies. Now, I've got a text through earlier – um, from the great Tim Gossage from WA. He's one of the best broadcasters going around. A bloke I've looked up to for a long time. He said, Milo, thunder and lightning are plenty in Perth, but not a single drop of rain yet. Weird happenings ahead of the cricket. Um, and uh, we might get Gosser on even tomorrow. I think they have a bit of a chat, but we've got Ryan Harris on the other side of this. And all thanks to Tyre Power, their buying power puts some power in your lane. Back in a moment. Montan Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tyre power, saved during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back, 8.14 on a Wednesday, November 30. Test cricket fires up in WA, not far away from it being back here in Adelaide. I love my cricket and uh, this bloke was one of the best at it. Uh, we speak of Ryan Harris or Rhino. As I'm going to call you. Hello, Rhino. How are you, buddy? <laughs> yeah, good morning, boys. How are you going? Going very well. Hey, mate, um, we're yeah. hearing that there's a few drops of rain not too far away from the stadium there in Perth uh, firing up. But uh, it, would it be fair to say that it's been a little bit of after the T20 World Cup and then the one day in the Nationals, maybe the, the cricket's lost its sheen a bit? It's just been a little bit lacklustre? Oh, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess for me, the... The summer starts today. That's my my thought. With the real with the real stuff, the, the Red Bull stuff is the is the business stuff, and I, I hope um, I hope that's not the case. Um, but I guess the feel is it can be like that when we have we have been saturated in cricket with a World Cup, and uh, obviously those those three one days, which um, you know, which for a lot of people thought were pointless, I guess. And um, you know, I, I still personally, I don't know if it's actually true. I haven't investigated enough, but. I'm, I still think that we're still a bit of a COVID hangover where we're trying to fit a series or a series or two in uh, that were postponed. So whether that was the case, I'm not sure. That's what I felt like. Um, but I look, I, as I said, I think you know the Red Bull stuff starting today. I don't like to hear there's rain there. Um, Perth supposedly never rains um, <laughs> when, when cricket's there. So well, look, I, I know that well, there's been talk about a, a smallish crowd over there. You know, for this first test, the West Indies not a draw card. You know, I think they'll be they'll be competitive. Um, but again, um, you know the boys are the strain to be ready, ready to go playing the first test match of the summer. Uh, that's normally the beginning of the summer, so um, they'd be up, up and pumped for it. Yeah, I agree with you. The real stuff starts now. What about the West Indies? Um, how do you see them? We're going to play them concurrently, I'm pretty sure, or twice in the next year or so. Um, how do you see them? What's the biggest threat, and what can get them over the line? Yeah, I must admit, I. I've been trying to do a bit of research on them. I don't know too much, too many of them. I know obviously I've seen Craig Rathbury, they play a bit, Jermaine Blackwood, but the rest of them are a bit um a bit unknown. Um obviously Roshton Chase, uh the old the old um the old war horse um Kemo Roach who, who who's had a lot of success over here in Australia. Uh he he loves bowling in these conditions and, and is he's still bowling very well and good pace. So but the rest of them are all uh, a little bit unknown. Um so I think, but as I said, I think they're going to be competitive. I think they're obviously it's a huge task for them in that in the first test over in Perth, that wicket over in Perth. Um, you know, the last the, the new wicket at the Optus Stadium. Um, you know, there was there was there was fears that, that they'll never they weren't going to be able to get a wicket right like the Wacker 
this is better than the wacker, this is faster and bouncier. So um, it might be a bit of a challenge for them. Uh, you know, it always is, not just them, it always is for opposition sides that come over and play on that wicket straight away. Um, but I think they'll be competitive. They, they've, they've done some you know, good stuff over the last couple of years, you know, beating, uh, beating a couple of big, big teams. So I think they'll be competitive. But I guess it's the unknown as well that, that, that might surprise. Um, I'm sure I've said that the Australian guys will be all over that and making sure that making sure that they've done all their research to know what, what uh, each individual does. So you touched on the wicket there, Ryan. Are you still expecting it to be fast pace, bit of bounce, uh, coming onto the bat nice and quick? Yeah, <laughs> I've um, I've watched it just every game and played it uh, for one day, uh, I've been over there for an Australia A game and. Um, there's, there's, I think there's only about four or five wickets in the middle, uh, and they're all rapid. Um, so how, they've done such a good job to be able to get that, um, you know, get that clay and the, and the whatever it is in the into the turf to, to match, um, if not make it better than the wacker. Um, you know, it's so good to bowl on. Um, not that I bowl on it, but talking to players that have it, bowling on it, bowling quick on it. But in saying that, um, you know. One, one one of the greats of South Australian cricket, Greg Blewett, always used to say when we played at the Wacker, which was you know back when I started playing, was was very similar to this. Um, it's always you know, it's a bit daunting sometimes to face some of the quickest bowlers on there, but geez, it comes onto the bat nice, and it's really really good to bat on as well. So um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, as I said, their bowling attack's not too bad, so our batters are going to be going to be tested. But uh, I know the boys love the pace and bounce. That's you know that's that's, that's what um, we, we, we love here in Australia. So I, I, um, I expect that to be um, no different today. So there's obviously been uh, a lot of things happening away from the field as well with the, the Aussie cricket team. Just want to play a bit of audio here and uh, and get your thoughts on this. Uh, it hasn't really been a conversation for our group, to be honest. Um, yeah, we're as I said, you know, feel like we're in a really good place. So we we are you know, outside issues and outside noise. Um, you know, I can handle heart say really doesn't affect us. Um, yeah, we're used to some hostility around the world. I think it'd be disappointing receiving it from you know one of our own uh, home grounds. But if it happens, it, yeah, it happens. So this is the potential. Uh, that was Pat Cummins talking about potentially mm. getting booed. Um, at uh, in Perth at uh, Optus Stadium, him yeah. along with uh, Alex Carey as well. Um, Ian Healy's come out and uh, made mention of that. What are your What are your thoughts on that? And uh, have you been booed, Rhino, over over your journey? You never, you you never got, you never got booed. You never got <laughs> I did, booed. I did. And I got called very, very, very bad names under the sun over in England and South Africa, New Zealand. So, um, so on the back of that, that's what we're used to. What I re- I would be really, really disappointed if we get booed over there. Um, what happens happened. Uh, it's almost to be brought up, which is always going to uh, go to. Um, I think I think Paddy Cummins is really, um, you know, a lot of people are going to have their different opinions. You know, the Olympia stuff. I, I don't know the background behind that, but I can't see a, a person determining a, a multi-million dollar sponsorship. That's my view. I don't. He's been he's been referenced in, in the media about costing that that sponsorship. I doubt that would happen. Um, the Justin Langer thing during the week. Uh, I listened to that podcast. Um, I had a bit of a think about it. He's come out and clarified, you know, the coward mark. I, I don't, in my view, he wasn't calling the players cowards. He was calling people in general that don't talk to your face-to-face cowards. So I think that was really massively misconstrued, and I think he, he came out and clarified that. I think Paddy Cummins has really handled himself um, really well. Um, he hasn't come out. He hasn't panicked. He hasn't thrown any, you know, um, comments back at anyone or, or reacted to anyone. He's just kept his... Mind on the job. Uh, he's kept his team intact, and you know, as you said, the the, the boys are. Oh, it's it's not ideal. I mean, you, you, some people read all of it. Some people don't read any of it. So 
But what he's saying there that you know what he's saying is is, is they're focused on this game. And, and as, as I said, if, if there are boos <clears throat> over in the west, then oh look, I'd be just very disappointed to see the Australian cricket team boo. That's for sure. And as I said, what's happened's happened. The waters, you know still going under the bridge. I wish I, I wish it wasn't, but I, I did, I, you know, as I said, it was going to always, um, something was going to rear its head um, with the first test coming up over there. So, look, I, I hope that doesn't happen. Um, I think he's done a great job in handling his, his team and I think now, um, ultimately, um, they're, they're there to do what they want to do and they've been waiting for a while to do now is play Red Bull cricket and, 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 do, and play it well and win. That's the only way you get the haters off your back is you keep winning. And I'm sure they'll be um, you know, focused on doing that. Uh, Righto, you never got booed. Everyone loved you. You were just a workhorse. <laughs> you just came in and seemed him around. The cracks opened up. You licked your lips. Hey, <laughs> mate, appreciate you jumping on with us. We look forward to hopefully being able to grab you a little bit yep. throughout the test series if we can, mate. Uh, all the best, and we'll chat again soon. Uh, thanks, boys. Come on, Australia, and always happy to chat. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Harris here, Ripper. Dead set Ripper. Running late with a break. Uh, all thanks to Morn team, of course, and their continued support here with us over all their locations. We're going to jump to a break, wrap the show on the other side of this. Montan Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power saved during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than that 8.27, forecast to 24 degrees, running very late. Uh, all thanks to Morn team, of course. We love them. Uh, I've got a quick caller on the line. Dan's on the line. What do you want to talk about, Dan? It's magic, mate. Long-time fan. <laughs> Just wanted to uh, give you a quick shout-out and say happy birthday, mate. Uh, well, I didn't think I had any mates. Someone said one of your mates has called in. Dan, appreciate you calling in, buddy. I hopefully see you later today. <laughs> <laughs> you you muppet. <laughs> hey, shout out to uh, to Mosquito Hill Wines, of course. Dan Franklin and Mosquito Hill uh, always look after me. Uh, Gibbsy, we've got to wrap the show. Um, I can't believe that. Stitch me up. Oh, Dan calling in. Now, Milo, how are you spending it today? I don't know. I've got a surprise now. I think I might be seeing Dan and Aldi and a few of the boys a bit later. Um, but it's all been planned. So I'm, it's pretty quiet for me. I don't, I don't know. I've just got to leave here. A couple of nice surprises. That's always nice. Um, AJ gets a signet today. And he misses just again. AJ gets a signet power boost bank value to fifty nine ninety five. A signet boost power bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. Um, test cricket starts. Soccer on Thursday. It's it's all happening. Yeah, we get, let's get behind the, the soccer. Carouse, yeah. 1.30am start. Tomorrow morning, a bit of an awkward time, but uh, let's hope everyone can uh, get behind him because uh, just need a draw. Need a draw. I still can't believe you've picked Kelly over Macy, mate. Unbelievable scenes earlier in the show. I, for- I thought we'd move past it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, I'm gonna, we're getting Kelly on, remember? Um, and we'll just have to play that audio for him. I have to give Macy a call after that too. Um, tomorrow, we'll recap cricket. Um, we might even, we're still aiming to get Billy Dowling when we can. And then, well, we'll dissect all things World Cup because if they go through, you'll have your Australia jumper on here. Absolutely, seems. I might be here. I might still be here from watching it. Look, I might go all the way through. Let's go. Birthday. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday morning. Like we said, 24 degrees. Have a wonderful day. And we'll chat to you tomorrow at 6 a.m.